Hello, everyone. Welcome to Harmonic Heart. We're a music blog dedicated to showcasing musicians' stories and talent. I'm your host, Chris Millette. I'm excited and grateful. Today we have on the show Raquel Israel, a percussionist. So welcome. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Good <laughs> evening. Raquel Israel here. <laughs> Amazing. And um, yes, Raquel is a percussionist based in the DMV area. So, yes, I'm excited and grateful to have Raquel on, and um, we have um, some some people, some members of the tribe on as well. Um, I think just listening on, just listening in. Um, so, yeah, just really grateful. Um, I don't know if maybe if you want to kind of shout out um, kind of the tribe on the call today. Sure, sure. I'll, um, if these lovely people don't mind, well, the first guest we have is Miss Allison Key, who is a DC um, therapist. She does massage therapy, mm. um, yoga massage, Thai massage. She's also a master yoga instructor. Mm. And um, I would say she's definitely a great example because she's... Um, I guess you say if you saw her, you wouldn't think she's the age she was. So I'm always looking mm -hmm. up to her for her nurturing and her intelligence in the health field. So mm -hmm. that's who we have here. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. You're so kind. Thank you, Raquel. <laughs> I appreciate was that, that true? Was that true about you? I mean, you can add more. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can say I would concur with you. And again, I really appreciate that. It is really an honor and just very humbling. I mean, I know that we only get one temple and it is our responsibility to take part in how we care for that temple. And, you know, in light of everything that we're experiencing right now, it's even more prevalent that we fortify and are mindful of the things that we put in, in our bodies. Mm -hmm. to help mm -hmm. keep us fortified, you know? So um, my thought process and belief is that, you know, things are, will come our way, but when they come, are we ready? Are we prepared for when they come? You know, is our body internally strong enough? Are we getting the nutritionally dense food that's necessary to build up, you know, our red and white blood cells and, you know, keep us strong? You know, are we balancing out our stress hormones, our cortisol? Are we, you know, just letting go of the things that we don't have control over so that we stay and remain balanced? So yeah, it's important to me, the lifestyle that I live and I hope that as I pass along the way that I can help somebody along. So thank you again for that. Absolutely, mm. you're welcome. <laughs> And then uh, other wonderful person we have here on this uh, podcast is uh, Miss Elizabeth Hando, who is the CEO and director of the Renaissance um, Renaissance Center for Culture and Education. And she's been doing that for some years now. And it's a great program here that um, helps, you know, young children with their early early years development early childhood development and 
It's making a huge impact positively in the community, raising cultural awareness and also bringing um, many levels of, of support, including educational support to families um, in the DC, the DMV area. So have some big heavy hitters <laughs> on this call today. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, I'm grateful to have each of you on the podcast and show today. Um, you know, and yeah, it's an honor to have each of you. And I can, you know, share a few words myself. Um, let me see. I guess since high school, I wanted to have a music blog um, because, you know, that's where I learned about a lot of my musical tastes. But as I moved to D.C., um, I kind of informally have been mentored by um, the founder of the DC Music Summit, Dr. Ashley Brown. So, <laughs> you know, and during one of her, she was on a podcast maybe around 2017, I don't know the year, but she talked about the importance of documenting um, Black women's stories. Um, so that's always stuck with me. Um, this podcast is called um, harmonic heart and there's levels to that of course you know just me as someone that loves music um, also I want these interviews to be very affirming and positive and harmonious but there's also a deeper meaning um, with ancient Kemet um, there's this concept of ma'at um, and it's all about divine order and balance so um, you know as uh, well, Raquel and I, before we've spoken about just the impact of body, uh, of music on the brain and body. And so it's, you know, fascinating as well to hear about Miss Key's um, work in terms of well-being and, and balance and um, just making sure that our bodies are, are well taken care of. So, yeah, I'm very, you know, grateful to have you all on the show. Yeah. So definitely feel free to, you know, um, kind of you know contribute you know as you you know see fit as well <laughs> so you know for Raquel I think you know a great place to start would be um, kind of how you got into music and how you be started as a percussionist oh wow well I would have to definitely say that music was in my genes and my environment growing up um, activated those specific genes, because my father is a natural born artist. He, um, singer, artist, like a drawing artist, um, guitar, he played guitar and bass and also piano. And when me and my sisters were very young, uh, my dad would have us listen to all types of music. I mean, from so many genres, you know, not just one specific. So. Um, that really, uh, I guess, broadened my view on music and my listening range. And um, so that's how I got started. And I, you know, always found a way to create a rhythm out of anything that was around me, you know, things that were in a house, you know, even my own body. Like I would discover how I could make music with my teeth, like with my cheeks, <laughs> with my hands. Mm. Like I used to make rhythm with everything like I find and um, 
my mom, like, bless her heart, <laughs> she could only take, like, a small fraction of, you know, noise, so, <laughs> um, but my environment was very encouraging for music. It was always being played in the house, you know, um, we were always encouraged to sing, we were always encouraged to, you know, play music, and so, you know, that's how I got started initially as a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A family affair. Wow. And and what was it like with you um, picking up, you know, I guess, specific instruments and in your training with that? Oh, yeah. Well, I actually had formal training in grade school. Um, I had I think it was like uh, the sixth grade, I was in a, a choir class. So I was actually playing um, clarinet. I was playing clarinet and I learned a lot. You know, we studied sheet music. We studied um, different artists. We even sang, like we sang in a choir um, in grade school. So. Um, as far as picking up an instrument, that's where that's where it started. As far as reading, and after after sixth grade, you know, I really didn't get into music like that because um, I'm not sure if you went to Duke Ellington, but <laughs> I know I know Dora <laughs> did. But so many, you know, kids in DC that were you know naturally artists, they went to Duke Ellington, and that was like my dream school i mean like i used to beg my parents to go (laughs) but you know i didn't go so but actually i was blessed to have a friend who lived in my neighborhood who attended duke ellington school of the arts so i would go with her to all of the uh events there you know i would go meet all of the artists artist kids that go there and then I was introduced to different, you know, art, I guess art venues in DC, like back when U Street was really popular, um, what you call it, um, Capital City Records, they used to be, um, the Lincoln Theater, um, Duke Ellington's Theater, so Adams Morgan, all of that art stuff in DC, like I was introduced to by being around that artist group, um, from Duke Ellington. So yeah, that was like junior high, high school when I was around the Duke Ellington crew. But again, before that I was studying um, clarinet and singing. So, you know, I started picking up an instrument after after school, you know, like after high school, after I graduated, I actually got back into the drums. Um, and this time it was drum set. And it's funny, I never studied any type of drums, like even in school when we studied sheet music, it was not drum sheet music, you know? So I had to basically teach myself from scratch how to play a drum set. And it's funny, it took me at least like, uh, I would say maybe an hour. It took me like an hour to break down um, the separate parts, like the snare, the kick and the, and the hi-hat so it took me about three I mean yeah it took me about an hour to 
break all that down and then put it into an actual rhythm. And so that happened, you know, when I was 20. So, and then once that happened, I started, you know, being a part of local bands, you know, I was gigging. Um, then I discovered this African-centered community in DC who was very grassroots, um, culturally traditional. Um, and we used to play traditional African drums. And I was, I was gigging with them. I even ended up traveling with some of the members of that group to Israel, which is in North Africa. And I was able to be a percussionist for the choir there. I was able to be a percussionist for a youth tap, a youth tap group. Um, I also was teaching children, you know, how to play drums while I was there. So that led me to a lot of things artistically and internationally, which was like awesome. Um, so yeah, that's, you know, that's how I got started. So once, I definitely say once I got into the drumming field, that opened a whole nother, um, a whole nother world of just, you know, learning music, studying with master musicians um, from like, I studied with master musicians from Ghana, um, from Guinea. And I also, when I was in, uh, in Israel, I studied with a master conga player there. And I met a lot of, well, I'm not gonna say a lot of Israelis, but I met like two Israelis from the country who actually played um, African drums and they mm -hmm. really impressed me. And so, yeah, <laughs> that was my start. And I'm still, you know, I'm still involved in it now. So mm. yeah, my start. Wow, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, that's oh. incredible. Um, so, I mean, you said you, it took you an hour to figure out the different parts of the drums. I feel like that's, that's even fast. <laughs> I mean, I mean <laughs> but I, when I tell you I was exhausted afterwards, I guess that was like, you know, the brain, when you use your brain, you can get tired. So mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I can at least count. I was like, you know, I had, I'll be honest with you. I listened to a simple, like typical rhythm and blues um, backbeat. Mm -hmm. And I just separated the parts. Like I listened very closely and separated. So yeah, it took me about an hour to figure those different parts out. Um, yeah, maybe like two, maybe two hours. <laughs> I might be thinking like, huh. I'm thinking, like it, it seems short to me, but maybe like two hours, you know, taking a break or something. No, wow. So, you know, and that seems, can you tell us some more? I mean, that seems like quite a, quite the jump you know to you know just be learning the drums and then to go to gigging and then be international what what was some of the the work that took um and I guess to reach those different checkpoints or parts of the journey and um you know I, I imagine it was just a lot of dedication and but also what were some some lessons that you've learned along the way um through just starting to you know, gigging and, you know, being studying under some master drummers as well, master percussionists? That's a great question. That's a great question. Um, so I would say like the journey. Um, so when I initially, you know, was practicing drums and I was basically around, how can I put this? People that knew me, like the first person I gig with was somebody from my church who really 
you know, who saw that I was like being diligent and things like that and was like, hey, yeah, you should um, practice with us. So, you know, I started practicing with them and I would definitely say one of the challenges was the timing because with percussion and drumming, um, one of the key, one of the key things, well, one of the key skills is timekeeping that's needed for that um, specific area of music. So that was one of the challenges. And when I first started gigging with my church member, that really helped me work on my timing, you know? And I was also shown some techniques like stick techniques and ways to hit the snare drum. And so I would say that was one of the um, skills I picked up was like different technique and timing working with that first group from my church. Mm-hmm. I see, I see. Wow, wow. Hmm. And what are some of, yeah, the things are, um, yeah, what are some things that you're involved in currently? I mean, I would say, you know, I guess perhaps before the pandemic, um, kind of your main gigs and things. Oh, okay. So before the pandemic, I was gigging with um, a few different um, groups in Washington, D.C. One group is the Malcolm X Drummers and Dancers. Another group was the Coma Drummers. Um, I used to gig with Tamika Love Jones at times. Also, I used to gig with Dior Ashley Brown. Um, I would gig with uh, Southeast Trinity. And who else did I? Um, oh, and Need Them By It. Yeah, last but not least, Need Them By It, which is kind of like my foundational group where we do all types of African drumming from like, uh, what's that place? Cote d'Ivoire. We play some rhythms from there. We have a teacher that comes study. He, well, he comes, you know, teach us often. He, last time he was here was last winter. So he comes, you know, from time to time and does rhythm with us. He's from Cote d'Ivoire. Then we have another teacher um, from Mali named Papa Dom that works with us um, and another, who's the other guy that works with us? Dr. Joe B. Yeah, Dr. Joe B. So yeah, we have a lot of, uh, we have a lot of artists come work with us and teach us like rhythms from the continent so we can be as authentic as possible and be able to keep those traditions. So, so yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, that actually brings me to my next question. Well, you know, firstly, you're just, it's a very busy person, you know, with all of these different groups. Um, But yes, what have you found to be, (laughs) what have you found to be, you know, your connection with percussion and and heritage? What are some things that you found? Okay, well, first of all, my personal heritage is um, Cherokee Native American from my mom and my dad's side and also African heritage. So Native Americans, they drum a lot, especially for spiritual purposes where they were able to, I guess you could not really manipulate the elements, but you know, they were able to use the elements to their favor and they would use music and drums as a way to do this. And also with 
my African heritage just has really connected me back to learn the different um, different rhythms and what they are used for. And me personally, when I play specific rhythms and I know what they were used for or what they are used for, um, some of them I can really connect to and feel that energy, you know, move through me while I play those specific rhythms. Wow, wow. Um, yeah, can you, well, you know, I've, I've even just as someone that listens to, to drumming and kind of more kind of African drumming, I've, I've felt how it can be a spiritual um, experience. And um, in the 2020 DC Music Summit, you were one of the, the drummers as well that um, kind of introduced and set the tone for the day. And, you know, that was a very, you know, spiritual experience. And, you know, that's how we met. And you had some, you know, really interesting insights um, during our discussion about, you know, the the meditative effects of music on on the body and mind. Um, can you tell us some more about kind of that spiritual experience you have with drumming, and also um, kind of maybe bodily or mental um, responses you get from drumming too? Sure. Um, well, spiritually. I can speak to one personal experience. Um, I believe prayer, prayer and um, divine music. And when I say divine music, I mean music that the body receives at a higher level, right? Because some music that is uh, popular or common now the energy of that specific music, even though the beat is like really cool and it sounds good, <laughs> yeah. it's not the highest frequency, right? Mm -hmm. So <laughs> for a person that's like structured to always, you know, oh, one second, one second. I think, are you covering your microphone? Sorry, can you hear me? Oh yeah, I can hear you well now, yep. Okay, yeah, I was just saying for somebody who desires to be divine, you know, or to be righteous in their life, you know, drumming is a good tool because um, that the vibration of drumming is actually on a high, on a high frequency. So you're always basically, you know, the music is doing your body good, you know, when you're drumming. <laughs> So, um, and me personally, when I drum, I do get into a meditative state. Mm -hmm. um, like sometimes when the music is very, when it flows and it's all together, um, I can really focus in on the song that I'm playing on my specific drum. Mm -hmm. So it, it's definitely a, um, uniting experience with the music and yourself, you know, when you play, when you play drums and when you actually are playing it correctly. Mm -hmm. So that, that's the meditative state, I would say. And it's refreshing. It's very refreshing because when you're finished, you feel, you feel refreshed, you feel brand new, you know, mm -hmm. it's very similar to with dancing or any form of art it's it's similar to any form of art like somebody who likes to sing or somebody who likes to draw or somebody who dances like when you become one 
with that with that art that you're doing in the moment you just lose yourself and you you can receive so much you know you can receive so much depending on you know what's being given to you so I definitely say I've definitely lost myself so many times when I'm into the music into the rhythm and I just you know I just get a whole nother level of energy and it's I can't even explain it, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. but yeah, it's definitely a cleansing, refresh, refreshing, um, elevatory experience. Mm. Wow. That's beautiful. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mm. I'm curious, you know, throughout your music and percussion journey, what have what are some things that you've learned about yourself? Oh, that's an excellent question. Um, me personally, drumming has helped me with empowerment, mm. like my personal self, my internal self. Um, it's kind of always given me this, you know, shield around me because me personally, I'm what they call an empath. Like mm. that's the new word nowadays. But right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I how can I say? Um, yeah, basically I'm an empath. I can, I have a lot of compassion. You know, I sense things. I feel, I feel a lot of things. Um, so wait, and yeah, back to your question, which, what was your question again? Yes. What are some things you've learned about yourself through your oh, percussion yeah. journey? Yeah. yeah. Myself it's built my, basically has helped me build my force field on my shield um, and be able to just hear more you know i'm able to hear more spiritually like my i'm clearer when it comes to mm. you know connecting mm. with god with prayer um things like that i'm just more clear with that you know relationship with god i feel and it like i said it has helped me with my um compassionate abilities it, it, it has helped strengthen that and also give me a type of protection mm. you know with it mm. Oh yeah. Oh, mm, that's powerful. Mm, mm. Oh, and oh, last but not least, and it's also helped with my love of self, mm. um, because it's it's therapeutic, you know. Mm. Um, mm. Again, as with any art, it's therapeutic. So if somebody's going through depression or um, lo a loss of something that is uh, the drums and music is a healer for that. Mm. So that's one thing I've learned about myself as well with drumming. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's powerful. Um, you started touching on it earlier. What are some highlights you've had throughout your journey? Oh, yeah. So I think I mentioned one of the highlights was, was I, I was able to travel. Um, another highlight is um, sharing this gift with children and um, young adults with uh, special needs. Mm -hmm. And, and when, when they say special needs, the way I think of special needs is like, they need a special, you know, they need a special energy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they just don't need, you know, they don't need something typical. They need a special energy. So I've been able to give a special energy with drumming to 
children and young adults of that community. And the response when I do, it's like, words can't express it. You know, they're so appreciative and so grateful and just really receive the music and really let it move through them. So that is definitely has been one of my highlights. Another one of my highlights um, has been um, how I was able to help children, like teach children different rhythms and see how, you know, when it's something that they like, the children, they'll do, you know, they pick it up, they participate. Mm-hmm. You know, I love working with children with the music because they're so responsive, you know, mm-hmm. and give you the same energy right back. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hmm. Those sound like moving experiences. Yeah. Yeah, I'm grateful. I'm so grateful to um, be able to have had those experiences, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, those definitely some highlights. And also, too, with my own family, you know, being able to incorporate the drum. Um, right now, I have four nieces. So, I incorporate the drum when I visit them, you know, mm-hmm. when I talk with them. And now when they ask about me, they ask about the drum. (laughs) So just to introduce something like that, you know, into their life where during this time, you know, a lot of children don't get to see cultural things or get that experience, you know, unless somebody brings it to them or they know someone. So for me to be able to bring that cultural experience and knowledge to them, that's a huge highlight for me. Yeah. Uh Yeah, for, you know, people maybe who are interested in learning the drums and percussion, what advice would you give them? Mm. I would say to, I would say to definitely um, get a teacher, a good teacher Mm. that will Um, work with them, be patient with them, um, and show them proper technique for playing, because that's one of the most important things that I've realized in my artist journey, because every artist wants their sound to be superb. (laughs) Every artist wants to have the best sound, the best technique. (laughs) Yes, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I hear it every every time I'm around, you know, the drumming community uh, that's the number one thing is technique and so I would say get a good teacher that can teach you really good technique and how to play because not only is technique important for good sound technique is important to you know play without an injury Mm. and so yeah I would say definitely get a good teacher and travel you know network you know talk to people who play and get with those people because people will be willing to show you what they know, you know, it could, because that's how I learned. You know, I was talking mm. to my friends, talking to people I knew, you know, getting with people. And when they see your natural skill and your um, sincere diligence, you know, they'll definitely uh, embrace you. So I would definitely say make sure it's something that speaks to you if you want to drum, you know, make sure it speaks to you because That way, every single step will be authentic, you know, and you'll learn to the maximum ability. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Oh, that's excellent. Excellent advice. It's interesting, actually, the, the past, including this one, the past three interviews I've done, each person has said, you know, just kind of emphasize the importance of having a teacher to learn technique. So that's really interesting. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's interesting because I'm kind of thinking like, oh, but this is, is this a, a spiritual message of like Christian take some lessons right now? So it's just all coming up um, right now in these past three interviews. So um, <laughs> I think that's, that's awesome. This is a, a very kind of unique opportunity that we, that we have to have the tribe to have mentors. Um, so, you know, I'm putting them on the spot, you know, we haven't planned this, but you know, you are open to ask a question or, you know, just contribute any, any words if you'd like, we're kind of ending out our, our interview here. So, you know, you don't have to we're just put on the spot, but it is, you know, nice to, you know, that we have your presence and, and we're grateful for that. So. Well, thank you so much, um, Chris and Raquel. And this just confirms what I always thought. Raquel knows I've been trying to possibly connect with her with my yoga class to have her drum. So this is my confirmation here. Everything I thought is actual, is, you know, and the authenticity you could all, I mean, when you meet someone, you know, you can tell their spirit is authentic and that they're original and that they are sincere about who they are walking in their own skin. And that's what I know of Raquel. You know, I've always known that. I've known that since she was much younger. And I think I've known you, what, about 10 years or 12 years or 13 years. It's been a while. Wow. And so, you know, um, she's, her spirit is so genuine and that is just evident in her person, you know, her whole being. I mean, that she lives and walks in that. And that's what's so amazing about it. And so, you know, I just look forward to the opportunity to be able to collaborate with her and have her drum for my yoga class. I know it is going to be amazing. You know, it's going to be the whole yoga class. We'll end in some meditation and she will take us all the way there. I'm just so excited. It will seal it with, you know, seal it with hearts and kisses. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. <laughs> Yes, yes, that's awesome. I actually, you bring me to a um, a thought I had. I actually was a part of a yoga retreat about in two thousand and fifteen. I was a part of a yoga retreat, and it was out in uh, Rockville, Maryland, mm-hmm. and it was so fun because we were able to be at this really nice house that had like a um, doors that opened to the creek in the woods over top I just wanted to give you a picture of how serene it was but we had this um yoga meditation session at the end of the retreat and I was (laughs) I was actually drumming (laughs) and they the people like were doing yoga and then afterwards you know you could just feel the shift you know how you know, everybody just kind of, their heart opened up, you know, you could feel it just flow. Everybody like was showing so much love and people were like, we're just dancing. And somebody even got so inspired. They started like, you know, switching the light, <laughs> you know, because it was a lot of, wow. so 
Yeah, it just reminded me of that. And um, so drum can be very, it's really, really fun and therapeutic when it comes to yoga because it really, you know, kind of gets you open and refreshed. <laughs> yes, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, just to add to it, you know, my my background is in dance. Every, every genre, just about African jazz, tap, modern ballet, all of that. And so, you know, the African, of course, is just the best, <laughs> you know, from Baltimore to DC. I used to dance with Melvin Deal, African dance and drummers. I used to dance with, um, dance at um, the dance place with their African dancers. So yeah, I mean, it's just, I know what it can do. I dance at my church with the African dancers. So yeah, I mean, I just know the power that drumming has and, you know, I just really look forward to coming together and making it happen. Awesome, I can't wait, thank you. <laughs> All right, yes, thank you, Miss Key, yes. <laughs> All right. Okay, um, Raquel, any words that you want to share with the people maybe that we didn't touch on today? Any words that I want to share? Um, well. Or maybe any parts of say, your story as well <laughs> that we didn't touch on, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to say that, um, like I said before, you know, I was, moved from a infant, I mean, I would say a child, you know, to play music. And I just feel like it was a part of, you know, my being, you know, from, you know, when I was born, it was just a part of me. And that's who I was. And one of the main things throughout my life, one of the main things was music, you know. Um, even in high school, I can remember the burning desire to, you know, be in the high school band. So, you know, a, a, an encoring theme has always been music. So, um, and so many doors had opened up and I would just have, I would have to say, I believe it's my destiny, you know, to be on this path because you know, the way I was embraced by so many different cultures from, you know, namely a lot of cultures from the continent of Africa um, with the drumming, a lot of artists from the continent of Africa who have like embraced me like to, in a way I can't even explain, like giving me a part of them to just giving, sharing that energy with me on this path has been like one of the key things, um, you know, how I've been learning. Just, just imparting that energy is like such a blessing. So, you know, I'm just grateful to be on this path, you know, and, uh, and I would have to say, even like, I've studied with people from, you would, I, I don't want to say, how can I say this? People from European cultures, let me put it like, like that. I've studied with people from European cultures. I've learned so much. I've drummed with Hispanics, you know what I'm saying? I've, I've played drums with people with Turkish backgrounds. Ethiopian, I've drummed with people with Ethiopian backgrounds. 
And it's just been so much culture across the board where like it has filled me so much that even um, I recently played in a band like last year and the band, it was a choir, um, uh, not a choir, but it was a church band. Um, and the band director, he told me, he said, he was so happy that I played with them because I was, I was so well versed in many different music, so much different music from different cultures. Like we would play a Latin style, we would play jazz, you know, we would play fast, up-tempo, and, you know, I was able to find where to fit in because of my background of music. So I have to say thank you to every single person who put that energy in me, who, you know, nurtured me along the way, and so I'm grateful, and I encourage anybody that is thinking about doing that art right now, if it's really in them, it's, if it's your genuine love and passion, like just do it because <laughs> it was given to you by god you know mm -hmm. so yeah yeah wow that's amazing you know and, and you say this gift given to you by god from being just a baby to feeling this um you know as you've gotten into you know even specifically drumming and how you're just these different paths have opened up for you. And this felt seems like a very kind of natural pull and tendency and kind of this spiritual aspect and state that you get into, but then also how you're able to connect with various humans. So that really does speak to, you know, you, you, you talked about it being your destiny and, and your purpose in terms of, you know, this spiritual aspect of you yourself and God, the higher power, but then also with other human beings from various cultures. So that's amazing. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. Gosh. Wow. Okay. Well, how can people keep up with you and your work and book you if, you know, if needed? Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for asking. Yes. So you can find me on um, Instagram. My Instagram page is healing, H-E-A, L-I-N-G underscore Chi, C-H-I. That's my Instagram. So at healing underscore Chi. Um, my email address is d.cuisine at yahoo.com. And so, yeah, that's how you can get in contact with me. And you can also find my videos. If you want to see some of the work I've done in the past with different artists, you can just go on um, YouTube and Google my name. Um, Rachel Israel. Um, you spell it with the C R A C H E L Israel on YouTube. You can find a lot of my videos. Um, you can research Nidambaya. You can research Ebra Rhythms for Life. You can research Warrior Band. Um, yeah. And you can even go on my Facebook, which is Rachel's Live Cuisine. R-A-K-H-E-L, no, it's not a part. R-A-K-H-E-L-S-L-I-V-E-C-U-I-S-I-N-E on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So I hope you got all that, but that's how you can reach me. <laughs> yes. Well, Raquel, um, honored to have you on. Thank you for sharing your story and your energy with us today. 
Oh, you're welcome. I'm so happy to be here. I'm happy to be able to share with this. <laughs> Wonderful. And thank you again, Miss Key and Miss Elizabeth for, for joining us as well. <laughs> I do have one more question. How do oh, yeah. I find the podcast? Where do I look for it? I'm an Android person. so. Oh, sure. Do you, um, do you have Google Podcasts? Um, I'm not sure. I oh, think okay. I, I know I have Spotify podcasts. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. So, um, it's on Spotify mm -hmm. under harmonic heart. So okay. yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, on Spotify under harmonic heart and it's also on YouTube as well. Harmonic oh, heart. oh yeah. <laughs> so you'll be able to, you know, also search, you know, Raquel Israel, um, harmonic heart interview, and then it'll be on YouTube. It'll you know, be on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Um, yeah, all of that. And one more question. If sure. um, I wanted to refer some other musicians to yes. you, how do we mm -hmm. get in contact with you? Oh, thank you. Yes, sweet. Um, yes, I have. You can email me um, at harmonicheartblog at gmail.com. And... Yeah, just say, um, you know, Miss Allison, Miss Allison Key sent me, and then I'll keep my eye out for them. <laughs> all right, certainly. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to be here and witness all of this great energy. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, honored to have you on as well. <laughs> Sweet. Well, everyone, take care and and follow. <laughs>